You've paid your five bucks, now let's get into stick and buck. Welcome back to the season finale of Stick and Puck. This is going to be our last one for this season, eh, Keats? It is. Number six. Number well, six. Last one, but we'll be back. Oh, yes. It will be back in action. So, well, I mean, we've got we've got a, quite a few things to talk about. I mean, obviously, the Stanley Cup Finals, the Colorado Avalanche. Congrats on the win. Yeah, it turned out good for us, didn't it? Oh, yeah, but I mean, there has been some interesting things that have happened in the interim, during, and after. Uh, I mean, let's, let's, I'm going to start with this one. You know, the Tampa Bay Lightning did get their three-peat, but just not the three-peat that they wanted. Definitely, yeah. No, it wasn't the three-peat that they were, uh, that they were hoping for, but. I mean, well, Corey Perry definitely, uh, secured a three-peat for him. I mean three different teams three different stanley cup final losses poor guy man what was it dallas no montreal or no dallas montreal and and now the lightning yeah no that you can't help but to feel a little bad for the guy but then watching him in the season uh in the playoffs some of the things that he did you know kind of like chirping on kemper and just kind of being a shithead a little bit uh, I mean, um, well, that's Corey Perry it, it, through and through, if you ask me. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. So I, uh, in the end, I don't feel I don't feel bad for him. And then Patty Maroon too. Like I don't know why he's crying. He's won three can three Stanley Cups. Um, right, it's right. all right, dude. Like that doesn't happen to any. You know what I mean? For real, and, he, and he's bugging about this one. I mean, I. Don't get me wrong. I understand it is the Stanley Cup. It's the hardest trophy to win in all of sports. So, I mean, you're going to feel pretty bad about it. I mean, but, I mean, <laughs> the Patty Maroon crying picture goes right up there with, you know, the Brad Marchant uh, crying picture, you know? Yeah. No, they're they're both very satisfying to look at. Um, but let's, yeah, let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's uh, kind of go to the beginning of the finals, Lightning Avs. Um, did it go the way you expected it to go, or uh, were there some things that you were surprised about? Well, listen, I'm only a human, and trust me, I, you know, I had confidence in the Avs. But, I mean, Tampa Bay is where they are for a reason, you know. And I I, I think this, this uh, Stanley Cup final was probably the most competitive out of at least the last five or ten in the last in the last five or ten years, honestly. It was very exciting. It was a very exciting playoffs. I, I get to agree with that 100%. I mean, like you said in, in your last pa- podcast, this is going to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And it truly was. Um, there were, in a way, there were no surprises, honestly. No, not, not, not really. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was truly the most deserving of the two teams in the NHL going to the Stanley Cup Finals and, you know, fighting it out. So... I mean, incredible hockey all around. I mean, it had everything you wanted, you know. Um, huge hits, huge goals. I mean, both teams blowing each other out. And then, you know, just these one-goal games that are just, you know, you know, goalie standoffs, basically. It's just... And, I mean, some of the best, literally the best players in, in the league going at it. Ah, 
you know, everybody everybody said the Edmonton Oilers Colorado Avalanche series was going to be just so incredible. I think that I think the Tampa Bay Avs series blew this blew that one out of the water. Yeah, no, I I'd say the Oilers one was pretty good too. I thought it the Oilers one was pretty decent. Uh, even if it was, uh, you know, we we blew them out, swept them, but um, there were there were there were certain times where I was just like, oh man, like when you thought the Avs were gonna just like cruise along, the Oilers came back fairly quickly, and then it turned into a nail biter where you were like, oh, sh- I, we might lose this one. Right. You know, so that that was the excitement for me when it came to the Oilers, um, and then you know watching the finals with the Lightning. Um, I mean, it was just like a back and forth. Really you couldn't was. figure out like minus game was a minus game three, three and four actually. Those are the two games where it was, it was pretty like obvious like which team's gonna win. Uh, game three, I think we were the seven nothing, right? That was game two. Game two. Game two. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Game two, and then they had to have been the game three right afterwards. Yeah, that uh, the Avs got blown game. out. Yeah. Uh, basically, just as bad as you know they blew out the Lightning. Um, oh yeah. But for rest of the games, for me at least, you know it was kind of like the Oilers you know when like you saw someone was ahead I was like oh this is looking good and then next thing you know the other team catches up and it's like what's gonna happen this is gonna be an overtime or you know which there was and and then all the other crazy stuff that fell in between you know the whole too many men oh yeah so on and so forth yeah yeah it was just I mean all in all it's just like excitement on all different spectrums right they're like all facets of the game, man. Yeah, it was, you know, you could debate the refing and then, you know, some of the players. And it was it was just a very, very exciting playoffs. And, I mean, highest viewed uh, Stanley Cup final in, in a long time. So that's, that's great for, you know, the league success and, you know, getting out of escrow for the NHLPA and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's huge. You know, highest watched Stanley Cup final, I'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah, it was cool. And... And I and in that sense, like I'm not surprised. I want to say, probably the good amount of the people that were watching were probably in Colorado. Oh yeah. Because we're talking twenty twenty one years, you know. People have been waiting for this moment for a long, long time after two thousand and one, right? And, oh yeah. And I think now that they finally got there, you know, I think people that weren't really true hockey fans watch probably the whole whole finals oh easily um it was it was just it was a big deal it was very exciting here oh it's just like all the numerous people saying was it either gonna be you know a dynasty to come true or a new legacy to start yeah that's major drama man people get interested in stuff like that Mm -hmm. and this final this series did not disappoint in any of that no it did not it did not it was it was awesome, man. Oh yeah. But uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the celebration because I've been like uh, I've been talking about this with so many people. I want to get your, I want to get your, uh, you know, opinion about it. Uh, Bo and Byram almost getting kicked out of his own parade. Yeah, Did that was that? that was hilarious. Well, I I want to so I want to go a little, little bit back and just kind of like laugh about a little bit when when 
we obviously got the cup and all the excitement and the first dent into the cup. Not even like five minutes in. Yeah, Obey Kubel just dropping it, going just to the pile. slipping out of excitement, whatever, and just putting this biggest dent on the bottom of it. And it that was it, that itself was hilarious, you know. And in it's just it was funny. Like there was a, like an interview afterwards of one of the cup, Pritchard, yeah. cup holders, or and it was just kind of like, ah, are you gonna have to go through? Like this is probably the fastest, like cup dent you know in history of the stanley cup like oh, it yeah. happens all the time oh yeah but this is probably the first but this was probably the, one of the quickest ones we've seen so far like who what did he say is like it was like within the five minutes of them you know oh, getting yeah. a hold of it which oh, is yeah. hilarious but yeah but then going into um into the parade and stuff yeah bo bo byram i actually ended up going oh did you i was okay, there sweet. ended up going I, I wasn't in the crown when Bo Byram um, almost got kicked out of his own parade. Uh, but, yeah, what happened there was, you know, um, he's just a young-looking fella, you yeah, know, and he not, just he just looks like a 15-year-old like little asshole. Like yeah, guy, you know. <laughs> that, you know, jumped, jumped the, over, you know, into the parade and tried to chug a beer with, you know, Nathan McKinnon or someone. Yeah, somebody in the crowd, for sure, they had... The dude that was, like, right next to Bo happened to be, you know, filming it. Because, I mean, obviously, in, in this day and age, everybody wants hey, to Everyone had their cameras it. out. So, yeah. yeah. So, it was, like, it was just so choice that it, uh, that this police officer comes up to him. He's like, get back across the line. And Bo's just sitting here like, I'm a player, dude. This is my parade. This is my parade. Even the people in the crowd were like, he's a player, bro. He's a player. You could even see in the video, like, some people on, like, some of the fire engines and stuff were like, he's one of ours. Like, they are like, screaming. It was the funniest thing but you know like all jokes aside too is like you can't you can't help uh but to you know like it the cop has a the cop's in a tough position you know yeah he's a police he might not even be a you know a hockey fan he was just assigned that day to you know be part of this parade yeah, so he doesn't know shit. what these players look like and stuff and i mean with the crazy stuff that's happening these days it's totally understandable well that's the thing yeah and- uh, but the thing is, we could definitely sit back and laugh about it. Oh yeah, it's, which is great. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's it was it was so funny, and and there were just so many many other videos that ended up coming out after the parade too. Oh yeah, Eric Johnson was hilarious. For example, oh totally. I mean, that guy like I don't know if he like figured out how to use his phone for the first time, but like he was going on like Instagram Live and. Like giving like giving nip slips and asking people if they want to come to the strip club tonight, just like <laughs> hilarious, you know. I mean, they're all trashed. They're oh yeah. Completely wasted. And then um, another good one was Miko Ranton, and Miko was wasted. I have some footage that I'll throw into onto the YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, him and Lucky, dude. He like it was so funny. I assume whoever was on. That uh, uh, fire engine or truck, whatever it was, um, I assume it was like his mom and girlfriend. I think it was just the two things, and then yeah, they're plus ones or whatever. But they were like holding him like back by and, the jersey. And Lecky too, yeah. Both at both sides, there's a picture even like yeah, the the uh, firefighter just holding both the back of their jerseys. Because they're like, <laughs> you know, and it, like God forbid, like. 
I mean, it's a it's pretty high up. Those things are pretty high, you oh, know. Yeah. Like you and they're driving on you know paved roads, like and they're intoxicated. It's one bad act. Like that could end really, really bad. Shotgunning beers, drinking out of shoes, you know, like they were doing it. It was bit. insane. The fins were probably the best part, uh, and then Landy, you know, um, I actually saw the uh, uh, the footage of Landy, uh, the guy that had the Swedish flag. Mm-hmm. He went over and uh, Landy just straight up asked, like, "Can I have this, dude?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, take it." And then, I mean, that flag became like the stalwart for the rest of the uh, uh, ce- celebration. I mean, yeah, he was. Landy was funny too. I got some, I got some good. I was like, right towards the end of the parade where, um, it was just like the last few, maybe a mile or less before they got to the civic center to the stage, and they ended up actually like stopping, like right where I was standing, and and I I was there like where he like had the cup, and then they jumped off and they kind of ran around and. I mean, I wasn't one of those fangirls that, like, had to run all the way up to the barrier and stuff. Oh, let me like, touch him, let me touch him. Because as soon as him and um, EJ went down, like, everyone just, like, I just got, like, pushed. Like, I, I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I wasn't even going to go up Yeah. Um, to the barriers, but people were, like, losing their minds. But I I got a good look at the cup, and it's it was it was pretty sweet, man. Um, I'll, I'll throw all that in in the oh, video. Oh, it's, totally. And um, the one the one really wholesome part about the whole thing was uh, uh, Pavel Francois. He's just uh, he, he was basically on um, on a uh, fire truck, basically just with his family the entire time. He's just being a total uh, a girl dad, you know, just hanging out with his kid. Probably the most wholesome part of that whole thing. I just had to throw it in because everybody else is just like partying their ass off, and then here comes uh, Frankie, just like you know, hanging out, letting. Letting his little girl nap on his lap, so it's like wholesome and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, there were, yeah, there are definitely some that were, I mean, like EJ, yeah, Landy, uh, and Lincoln, and all of those, uh, even Byram, like Byram even came out when, uh, when they were all introducing all the players when they finally got to, uh, city, uh, to the, the capital, wherever they were doing it, and, uh, Byram came out when um, um, when they uh, uh, introduced Eric Johnson instead. He's all walking out like Eric Johnson, and then here comes Bo Byram all drunk walking out. He's like, "Oh, that's not me." It was just absolutely hilarious. And then I don't know if you saw like the whole video. Too. He just awkwardly stood in the back, so he was like in the video like throughout the whole like forty minutes, however long it was. He's just like awkwardly there, just kind of like. You know, and there was in w- one portion where he's like scratching his head or like messing with his hair for like five minutes, and it's just hilarious. It's like, it's like these people are so trash right now. I mean, and good for them, man. Well deserved. And hell, man, even you know, Kale McCarr let loose. He's usually so soft spoken. I mean, even when he got up and spoke, when everybody was you know you know saying what they wanted to say, like he was. He was getting into it, you know, yelling and stuff. So, you know, like, and a lot of people have been given the abs a bunch of shit on social media about how, like, they're overdoing it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude, you literally just went through a, the, like, a meat grinder of a gauntlet to win something you've been working for your entire life. 
and you're gonna you're gonna sit here and you know give shit to the people who work their their ass off to get here for celebrating something so incredible yeah like give me a break to get get off your high horse and be a person for a minute yeah the, the tough part yeah is what i mean i i saw the same thing you know a lot of people were upset about the whole cop situation but the first dent and then there were other videos going around of them just like falling over with the cop and just being a little being drunk i mean yeah a little reckless i suppose or whatnot but what I, I think what a lot of people don't understand is like this is not like like a first you know what i no, mean i mean for god's sakes the cup's been left on on the side of a road before there's there's all kinds of crazy stories about the cup. The only issue right now is we're in 2022. Everyone and their mom has a phone. Oh yeah. And everything gets documented now. You know, you don't need a camera crew to catch things happen like you have this guy right here. Oh yeah. You know, and and you can catch everything and and then it gets released on Instagram's, Twitter's, whatever, right? Oh yeah. So you you get all this footage of it and you're like, "Oh my god, they're so reckless and this and that." Well, yeah, back in 1990 it was the same thing they just didn't have these phones so oh, no yeah. one knew about it oh, you know yeah. and i don't think people think of it that way um and some of i've seen some some shitty lightning fans out there too just bash like oh so disrespectful towards the cup and there's so much footage from like last year the where year they before. dented the top of the the uh the, the top the, the top, yeah the bowl. of the of the bowl and all this stuff, like, it's like, shut up. Like, and, and you guys did the same exact oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, do, do we not remember when Washington won the cup? I mean, it was dented the first night, too. Oh, yeah. Ovechkin oh, there put were... probably 20 dents in it. Yeah. If... <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I just don't get it. Because, you know, like, dude, you realize that these are people, you know? Happiness is a real thing. Apparently, in your life, nobody can be happy or show it. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, get off it, dude. Just get off it. It's just some people. Some people have a tough time being happy for other people, and it it, it just is what it is. And it's it's a fan base thing, and you know, and if it's not your team or whatever, you know, um, they'll always have something to criticize. Oh yeah. You know, it's not even. You know, it doesn't have to be what the cop has to be about their playing style or, or whatever, and this you know, and that. And it's like, it's like get over it. Dude, for real, and I mean, come on. If if that if that if your life revolves around the absolute treatment of you know, uh, being out in society or you know a a three foot you know go uh nickel thirty two pound trophy. I mean, yeah, of course we all love the Stanley Cup. It's a coveted. It's a beautiful thing. But if your life re- revolves around criticizing people for accidentally or whatever you know uh, denting the cup you know it's going to get fixed after everybody spends a day uh, a day with the cap it's going right back to the hockey hall of fame no matter what it's getting retreated repurposed and it's going to be like new next year exactly yeah i mean so, it's it's part of the gig that's you know they're they're prepared for it um it will it'll look exactly how it did yeah, next it, season. So they're, they're hockey dudes, not freaking chess players. You know, right. uh, everybody that has played hockey's got a wild side. Absolutely. And when you win the ultimate sport, uh, prize in hockey, yeah, and add a bit of uh, uh, add a bit of alcohol to it, it's gonna you know it's gonna get a little crazy. It'll, so 
most definitely get a little crazy and it 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 definitely did oh yeah hilarious and just one more thing i want to say about uh the celebration and the stanley cup final and stuff uh uh jared bedner's speech at the parade oh man he started crying and stuff yeah he was a little hammered we could tell that but i mean yeah i i couldn't get through that speech without squirting a few i'm not gonna lie yeah he was just he's just such a nice guy you know it's like it's so hard not to like feel feel for him or like kind of like yeah understand you know and and for a guy who doesn't uh who tries to really keep his emotions in check mm-hmm. when he's on the bench it's just really great to see a lot of emotion flow from him because you know that, uh, a lot of people like to harp on him it's like he doesn't show any emotion on the bench which i mean i don't really think is a negative thing like because if your coach is going crazy and like losing it what does that say to the players you know yeah so i i don't know i just really like that he that that, that emotion was there and Got, got to be captured yeah you know? it was it was super cool and and a lot of people you know they're maybe aren't from colorado or haven't like been a close around him or anything he's a very down-to-earth guy oh absolutely. he's probably one of the nicest people you ever meet oh totally you know if you didn't know he was the avalanche head coach you'd never guess if you met him you just think he's a normal um blue collar type dude. of yeah. dude that enjoys a Bud Light here and there and right. and goes golfing and maybe smokes a cigar here and there, you know, like, he's just, he's a very, very normal dude. You would never guess. Oh, no way. If you didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, now, now that, you know, the Stanley Cup final is coming gone, um, we're actually right in the midst of the free agency frenzy. Yeah, and yeah, and a, a lot of things have already gone down. We already lost a few players. Uh, Kemper's gone. Burakowski's gone. Who else? Uh, Obey Kubel, the the uh, initial cup dropper, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, uh, resigned Manson, Lecky, Nachushkin. You know, um, but uh, you know, Naz still remains a question. But you know, I I'm like, what I really want to look at right now is not exactly like who will go where, but um, I've just been thinking about this and I've kind of been mulling it over. It's just uh, so I'm gonna start it like this. Uh, you know. Every player has a value, and it's very it's very important to understand and fight for that value. Uh, and a lot of these a lot of these players, as of right now, I mean, even you look at Johnny Goudreau right now, he's being offered upwards of tens of millions of dollars and stuff. I need him to win the Stanley Cup, right? But uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and this goes, and th- I guess this really more pertains to players who have won the Stanley Cup and are UFAs that that year. Um, where in my eyes you know these guys got into hockey to win the stanley cup to win to win yeah and i mean obviously a nice paycheck is incredible and knowing your worth and fighting for your worth is very important as well which is great but you know you see so many of these you know like bigger name guys like after you know uh, after winning a cup and becoming a ufa they er, everybody says it they prize themselves out of the team that they played for that you that you won the Stanley Cup with, it's happening now with Kadri. It's happened numerous times with other big big name guys. Yeah. I'm I just maybe it's just my small brain. Maybe I'm naive, or you know, maybe I you know I've just never been thrown millions of dollars at. But why wouldn't you take at least just a little bit less, 
especially if the team is cap strapped. You have an incredible like the people, the people, the fans, the players, the organization has an incredible love for you. Why would why would you not want to stay for a little bit less? Yeah, no, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, I think a lot of it, unfortunately, has to do is um, when you get older, you get maybe wiser. I can't even say if you can get wiser. Priorities change, put it that way. Right. When you were a 20-some-year-old Kel McCarr with no family, no nothing, what does he have to lose, right? Right. He's a bachelor, put it this, this way, you know, like... Any sort of money is a lot of money for him, and he's just, you know, he knows he has plenty of years ahead of him, that sort of thing. So, for people like that, sure, absolutely. Now, when you start getting up in age, unfortunately, your body's starting to break down more. There's going to be consequences of, of all the beating that you've taken when you get older. You might have started a family. You might have a serve. You might have a wife now. You might have kids now that are going to have to go through college, and... You know, um, I think it's just uh, priorities change. And when priorities change and you have now family members to take care for and stuff, um, unfortunately, money money comes into play, too. Right. Um, and I think that's that's kind of where it gets to because um, it's you don't lo- know. You don't know how much longer you'll be making some like this kind of money. There's that. You don't know how much longer you're gonna make that type of money. And I think a lot of people, else, for a lot of people too, is when when that day actually comes, and you are gone, and you will not be part of it anymore. I think it's for a lot of these players. It's like, well, what now? Yeah, totally. Because that's all they've known for the last ten, how many years? You know, if you're lucky. Uh, that's all they've known is hockey, and uh, now that's taken away from them, mm-hmm. and that was their main source of income. And God forbid you didn't have, you you weren't one of the luckier ones that made all those crazy millions or whatever. Uh, and maybe you know spent your money wisely or uh, entrusted your money wisely. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that, and it's like, what do you do? You know, right. I understand that for sure. It's kind of like put it like. I don't know if it's even like a fair comparison, kind of like military, right? You like you military dudes, they do it for like some are like hardcore. They do it for four plus years, you know, and they get all these benefits and stuff, and and then they get retired or honorably discharged, or whatever. And same thing, like these people struggle. It's like, well, what do I do? That's all I know. Like it's hard yeah. to like get into like that normal like society, you know. Um, and that's that's a very very extreme comparison. Um, a lot of these guys, you know, you see a lot of them then end up working for actually the organization or mm-hmm. some sort of coaching gig or whatever. You know, they still make a little bit of money or go broadcasting, but but it, that's that's not that isn't at the end of the day like that isn't the case for all of them. I'm probably about eighty percent of these guys. You know, true. Yeah. And you know, I I honestly didn't think about that too. And and I I guarantee you, there's other there's plenty of other reasons why guys do what they do. Maybe it's you know, like I said, maybe it's just me being naive. But I mean, if if I if I had the possibility to maybe take less and stay and create something bigger, I think I might take it. But, yeah, there are a lot of extenuating circumstances that, you know, just won't let some guys do that. Yeah, no, definitely, man. 
no, I, I, I totally see both sides. Totally see both sides. And, and again, like, I see where you're coming from, too. If I was, see me personally, I was a young buck and still kind of chasing it and whatnot. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd probably take a cut. But if I'm, like, I'm getting in my 30s and, like, my knees are starting to fucking go out and, you know, you're getting out of bed and you can't function without, you know, having to, like, stretch and getting massages and and stuff and it's like ooh, this is gonna really backfire when i get older yeah i'm gonna try to get my money until the last second i can because i don't know if i'll make be able to make anything after that you know because you gotta start looking at investing and right and not a lot of these guys went to college you know i mean obviously now they're more ncaa like alumni that are in the nhl but still a lot of these guys just played hockey all their year. They didn't get get like a a further education. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely get that. And you know, maybe that, maybe it's just like I said. You know, me me just being wishful and kind of naive when looking at it. You yeah. know, like maybe looking at it through more of like rose colored glasses, where other stuff like that doesn't happen. No, sure, and it's you know, and it's it's definitely it's like you and I look at it as like, how can you blow through? two million dollars a year that is insane right and like for people that don't make it can obviously like that's crazy like i would never do that oh i I could never spend two million dollars in my lifetime but i think like when you get put in that position and you happen to be one of the lucky ones that gets blessed with something like that i think even you and i would could easily blow through your 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 whole life changes your house all of a sudden oh, gets yeah. a bit bigger even you said you wouldn't get the bigger house or your car your gets, car nicer, gets you know. fancier you know and and all this stuff like i think i think unfortunately that just comes with it you know you'd yeah. say you never would but when you have it i think you would yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's a huge point too you know you like you stop shopping at special k and start sp- shopping at whole foods you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Especially exactly. if you're Nathan McKinnon, you know, you got to stay healthy. Yeah. No. Yeah. We mean you got like, you, who was it? Yeah, Nate. Yeah, the private chefs and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. That he's had. Um, you know. Yeah. That that all costs a lot of money. Yeah. True. And you know, and like I said, I was probably just looking at it through rose-colored glasses. You know, and in in the in the end, there is. You know, with more money becomes more problems. Just like you know, I think it was Biggie who said it: "More money, more problems." One of them. I don't even know. One of them. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, now that the season's over, you know, and it, like we just mentioned, yeah, we lost a couple feet people. We pick, picked up some people. Um, where uh, where do you see the Yavs next this upcoming season? Are we still a pretty good contender with the people that we've lost, or well, um, do you uh, think do you think that we're we're kind of starting a it's going to be like a newer rebuild so to speak even no though way. we have a bunch of people still for years and years no way no no rebuild no rebuild for sure um i mean we have our entire core intact just got back three do three players that were so vital to us in the playoffs we got Nachushkin signed for a long time we got Lekkinen signed for five years. We got Manson back for four years. I mean, our uh, we we basically did the same thing as we did last year with goaltending, uh, just a little cheaper with uh, Georgiev. I think Georgiev and Frankie are going to be a great goalie tandem. I think we're fine. 
Yeah, I honestly you know, do. The goaltending thing, I'm I'm sorry, but like I'm very very happy about how the goaltending situation worked out. I, oh yeah. Uh, again, I've said it in and out. Like I always said, as I don't think Kemper's the one, and I still believe he he's not the one. Yet, yeah, did he have some great games? Absolutely. Did he help us one hundred percent? But did was he the reason for the Stanley Cup? No. I mean, <laughs> no, he, he was he, not. He, he factored into it at times, but Frankie won us six uh, six pivotal games. Yeah, six pivotal games, mm-hmm. very big games. So you know, man, uh, yeah, like I'm, you know, Kemper, he, like he proved me wrong in the grand scheme of things. I thought we were dead in the water with Kemp's, but, uh, you know, he played really well. And while well, we won the Stanley Cup with him, but, yeah, he wasn't the reason why we won the Stanley Cup. No, you know, like, how Lightning can always talk about Vasilevsky, like, he's, like, a huge part while we're here today, you know, in this position. But, like, you couldn't say that about Kemper. No, no way. And, you I know? mean, yeah, and you got to, like, and I'll tell you right now, you got to give our defense a lot of credit. You got to give the Avs defense a lot of credit. Yeah, I mean defense was good. No, there's no doubt about it. But I, I believe the offense was even stronger in the defense. Well, I mean, you even look at how the offense played in the defensive zone. I mean, McKinnon playing up against some of the most high-powered um, forwards out there, McK- uh, McDavid. Drysaddle, granted, Drysaddle was hurt, but I mean, you still got Stamkos, Kucherov, Perron. He played against all of those, all of those those players, and shut them down for the most part. No, I no, I yeah, I I agree with you. You know, there's there's always who was it? Gretzky always rammed about. You know that defense wins, wins games, wins Stanley Cups or whatever. I mean, I I what I kind of feel like we kind of broke that. <laughs> In a sense, oh, uh, I mean, that it's not necessarily wrong. true. Yeah, I mean, there are some pretty high-scoring games, even yeah. though some of the ones that we won, you know, and and but but the games so changed these these times too when you compare it to Gretzky days, you know, yeah. like it was a whole different. The goalies played a whole different style. Like yeah. I mean, everyone had a the skating was different. Everything was different. And I mean, I got to tell you, dude, if you want to win a Stanley Cup, your your offense needs to play good defense too. I'll tell sure. you that right now, and I think everybody—I mean, especially Nichushkin, un- unreal, Lekkinen coming in and playing unreal defensively, and putting up some huge points. You know, every every everybody on the offense in the Avalanche played a solid defensive game as well. Yeah, it was a beautiful team game. They played beautiful. Two hundred, two hundred foot, north, south, east, west. They all had it covered all. And you need that. You need that. And I don't think we're going to lose that anytime soon. Yeah. No, definitely. It'll be it'll be super cool to see where we're at this uh, upcoming season. And it's... What's crazy to think about, it's so short, too. I, I mean, know. we're... What are we? We're in July right now. Preseason starts in September. Yeah. And regular uh, season's in October. October uh 11th is when the season starts. I mean, we're literally talking a couple months. Yeah. July is basically halfway through already. Oh, yeah. I, we haven't, we oh, haven't, no. Oh, no. We have, yeah, we haven't, I don't think, I don't remember, well, the last time we had such a short season or off season was A, the COVID 
when uh, the the that last Stanley Cup final ran so long into the summer. Yeah. And then for Avs fans, when we won the Cup last in two thousand one, that's yeah. probably like the shortest off season. I think I, I the two shortest off seasons I can remember. Yeah, we're. I mean, yeah, we're we're getting right into hockey here in a bit again. So. Oh yeah. It's um, I'm excited. I wanna I wanna see what 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 we got. You know, um. Are we gonna win another Stanley Cup? I don't know. I I don't, I don't want to say. You know, you know? I mean, like well, like I said, free free uh, free agent frenzy is still going on. We still got a little bit of a you know an off season, and there's been some major moves already. So you never know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I mean anything could have happened as we we're speaking too. So you I mean, know, it's been it's been an active thing. One thing though, I want to ask you though, this whole Patrick Kane rumor going around that apparently the Owls were looking for him he's he's gonna be out of chicago this season from what it sounds like yeah there's a there's a lot of things going on with that right i it's i don't want to i think it's just like a random random um rumor first of all i don't think it's true i was the way i look at it is like first of all like like i'm not i've never been a big fan and then and then second of all it's like we're still trying to figure out Kadri's situation. Why the hell are we looking at Patrick yeah, why, Kane? Because this ain't going to be any cheaper. No, you know? for real. And honestly, if you ask me, I'd rather go downtown on Hillary Clinton than see Patrick Kane in an avalanche sweater. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, not not a fan. It just... Nah. I don't know if it has the, the bad stuff that's still kind of lingering around. It, it sits in my or, craw. It definitely does. And I don't know. I just always thought he was a bit of a... A bit of a show off and a bit of a little ego prick. Yeah, he might he might be a plague in the locker room. For real, you never know. You know? Man. I mean, you know, he's had his success, obviously, but I mean, that, that was a while ago. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I no, I I say miss me with that Patrick Kane shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in honor of season finale, in honor of the Stanley Cup coming back to Denver, we have two Stanley Cups right here next to us. We do. They're much, uh, much smaller than the real thing, but, but we if you combine them, no, it's pretty. We're getting pretty close you'll to get it. There, you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what the thirty-eight inches. That's, that's probably at the Stanley Cup right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggest to uh, sign this one off. We take a, we take a swig of some beer, out of the top of these cups just for the finale and to celebrate. You got and it, what buddy. Do you, say? you got it, man. Yeah. Um, Guys, this was, yeah, like Cody said, a little finale. We're going to take a little break. Um, yeah, there's free agency going on and stuff, but not, not. I don't think it's anything crazy. So we're going to take a little break, figure things out, how we want to proceed with yeah, nothing, stick and puck. Nothing we can't talk about later, for sure. Yeah, in the future. and, and uh, But we'll be, we'll be probably back in a couple months. We'll uh, go hang out, take a little vacation so to speak well yeah and if you're ever you know if you're ever getting a little uh, itchy for some podcasting credibility you can always stream on the bench with beaks and between the pipes podcast past episodes on like spotify apple Podcasts, and google podcasts all that fun stuff and you know we always welcome you to listen to past episodes we we love doing this for you so the more you listen the more we do it there you go. And uh, YouTube's been cranking along pretty well, too. We've, we've been lucky enough to be able to put everything on YouTube so far. Yep. So if you want to see our annoying faces rambling about the same stuff that you're listening in your car, you can do that as well. Absolutely. And, I mean, see our wonderful jerseys hanging up and, uh, you know, just 
I mean, I think we, I think we have lovely faces, but you know, my, that's what my mom <laughs> always told me. So I, you know, you never know. She might just be saying that to make me feel better. <laughs> I, I would, I would assume that's what's going on because nobody else seems to say it a lot. Just my mom. Just your mommy, huh? <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, great finale, Keats. Uh, let's let's send them off right with a little, you know, uh, tilt of the tilt of the cup here. Yeah, let's do it, buddy. All right, we're signing off. Till next time, guys. Have a good one, guys.